What's up, guys? This is Box Office Brunch. We're your hosts. I'm Rita. And I'm David. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. This is a bonus episode because it's the final showdown. Mm -hmm. It's literally the final showdown. Yeah. So we finally made it through our bracket. Thank God. We are at, <laughs> at the final two movies. What do we have today? The Babadook and Hocus Pocus. Whoa. Very different movies. I called it Hokey Pokey earlier. <laughs> So today, since we've already talked about these movies and there's really not a whole lot more we can say about them, we decided we would do a little precursor, a little pre-fight show. Oh, that sounds God. weird. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. So we, Rita texted me and was like, hey, did you know Sonic has French toast sticks and they're really good? And I was like, what? I've been seeing signs for Wendy's has French toast sticks now too. And obviously we all know about Burger King's French toast sticks. I think we all grew up eating those. Maybe. I don't know. I did. I didn't grow up eating them, but like whenever we would go <laughs> like to. That's all you ate. Yeah. Whenever we would like want to stop somewhere for breakfast, I always wanted the French toast sticks from Burger King. Yeah. It's usually when we were like trying to get on the road when we were driving down to Florida. Yeah. So I was like, what if we get all three of them and we see which one's the best? So. The final shot. <laughs> <laughs> so we got. We weren't smart enough to figure out we should try candy and rate candies yeah but there's always next year yeah we could rate some candy. what's your I mean, favorite candy though my favorite candy for halloween you asked me this already and i told you i don't have a specific halloween candy well you better think of one no i don't have one my you know favorite what I tried the other day what i went to target and they had a bag of warhead laffy laffy taffy <laughs> a warhead taffy mm. it was actually really good uh, was it sour yeah the whole time not well. Mm, I don't know about that. You know what candy I don't like? Hmm. Airheads. They're awful. They they're like the Pringles of candy. Like, I like Pringles though. I like Pringles too, but like no, at no point do they re like resemble a potato anymore. Like you can tell that they've been ground down into a <laughs> okay. paste, and then I thought we were still talking about Airheads. I was like, <laughs> potato. What kind of Airhead are you eating? No, so it's like, yeah, maybe once upon a time it was a potato, but it's it like been processed so much to the point where it's it was a potato paste and then it they shaped it into the Pringle shape. And I feel that way about Laffy Taffy. When I'm eating it, I'm like, mm, this doesn't resemble actual food. <laughs> it, it's like eating plastic. But then again, I guess there's a lot of candies that are not like, ooh, this was a fruit at some point. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Just airheads. They, they were never a fruit to begin with if it's candy. Yeah. Did you see that one TikTok where the kid's like, no. yo, so I'm eating these Jolly Ranchers and he like crunches it and this guy reacts to it and goes, these kids are built different. He goes, you were not going to act like he just chomped on a piece of concrete. <laughs> <laughs> like no. it was nothing. No, I have not seen that. I don't watch TikTok very often. I basically watch the TikToks people send me and that's it. You send some. Do I? Probably that either Hannah or Rachel already sent me. Mm, mm. I don't like sit there and just scroll through TikTok. I can't do that. I don't know why. It just bothers me. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> all that to be said, we compared French toast sticks today because we wanted breakfast. <laughs> so we had Burger King. I already knew who the winner was going to be. Well, that's just Rita literally never giving anybody the chance. Excuse me. I give people <laughs> lots of chances. Do you not listen to my... Not people. Hey, Rachel said pickle. What? 
So the French toast. <laughs> so we got the three French toast sticks and we wanted to see which one was best. So surprisingly, Wendy's was the worst. Yeah. Even though it was the toastiest. <laughs> like it literally looked like a slice of bread cut up. It probably is a slice of bread still. Yeah. But, but the other ones looked like they were made as Wendy's toast literally sticks. tasted like bread. It tasted like bread. Yeah. Like I took bread and dipped it in maple syrup. Mm -hmm. That was like slightly toasted. So you get a big fat thumbs down. Wendy's. Yeah, I won't be getting it again. But their breakfast potatoes were really good. Those were good. Those were my favorite potato product. Yeah. We. And then in first place was Sonic, <laughs> like Rita predicted. They were really good. They, they had like a full body, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, David loves French toast. So I do. I love French toast. It's my favorite I know breakfast that, I knew that he would like the Sonic ones, which is why I texted him about them. Yeah. And then Burger Kings were better were than Wendy's. They were better they than Wendy's. They looked like shit. They did. They looked real sad. They looked like chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how uh, clumpy they were. Yeah. They weren't cohesively yeah no they didn't look good and then also i don't know if it would have changed anything if we would have eaten them all fresh because we picked them up and then rita had to make a detour to help a friend and so we reheated all of them in the oven for like four minutes or something just so that they wouldn't get like soggy and gross in the microwave and i don't know if that would have changed the score i don't think it would have changed the score yeah, I don't think so. It might have changed the potatoes score. I think I the would, Wendy's potatoes would have been better if they were fresh. I'd get Wendy's potatoes and Sonic's. French toast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was about to come out of my mouth was fried mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds good, though, too. Ooh, from that. Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. Let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Anything With the French right toast? Anything else right now? Well, I'm really loving Take Five Bars. Oh, that's right. My favorite candy. I never had to say. Yeah. I like paydays. I haven't had a payday in forever. Oh, I love them. The other day at Trivia, they one of the things, because you we play on our phone, they had candy bars that were cut in half and you just saw the inside and you had to guess what it was. And one of them was a payday and none of us knew that one. Oh, yeah, because it's like a little caramel filling with like peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. They're so good. I, I think it's just one of my favorite things is like salty sweet things. That's probably and, why I like take five. Yeah. I had to take five and it was really good. Yeah, but you're probably the only person who has agreed with me that it's good. Everyone else is kind of like, mm, I'd rather just eat a Reese's peanut butter cup. No, no, I got I got to take five. It was pretty recently because it was in this house. So it's been in the last couple months. And I remember texting you and be like being like, all right, take fives are pretty legit. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. I remember when I used to sell for school, they would give us the box of candy bars mm -hmm. and take fives were in there. And that was the first time I ever had one. And the packaging was red. And that's when I fell in love. And mm. I've loved them ever since. And people just don't don't care yeah. for them. You like pretzel candies in general because you, you prefer the pretzel Reese's cups to the potato chip ones. Yeah, uh, potato chip ones. <laughs> it tastes oh. like they like the <laughs> what was I? eating the other day oh, i was eating ke the kettle cooked lays mm -hmm. and i got an incredibly crunchy piece like i probably shouldn't have tried to chew through that piece it was almost oh, like like too hard yeah and that's what the potato chips the texture feels like in those mm -hmm. peanut butter cups no i like them yeah and not me anyways get your shit let's go
so I think we're probably going to follow this a similar format to what we did last week or not last week. <laughs> we recorded it last yesterday. week yesterday where we're just going to go through each of the categories and kind of talk about each film and kind of compare and contrast where we can where we can. Yeah. And so I think our first category is scary. But <laughs> well, 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 let me tell you. Hocus Pocus ain't scary it's at all. Scary. <laughs> I put a one because yeah. it has scary moments. I still have it as a, as settle at a zero. I mean, I think there are just certain things that are a little creepy about it. Yeah, I just like I said, I was more afraid of the final battle in The Little Mermaid than I was of anything in this film. <laughs> so I really can't give it a scary score. Yeah, I I think it has some scary moments for sure. Like when the sisters do come back and yeah, and the zombie. I guess. Billy. Yes. Yeah. And then the Babadook, I have it still at an eight. Are we telling our scores? You did. Sorry. We don't have to. I accidentally blacked out. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to when you do it on purpose. <laughs> okay. We won't give our scores. Just then. like in Despicable Me, where she's like, can we do it again? I accidentally closed my eyes when she's like <laughs> playing the, the game at the amusement park. Oh, well, according to my whoop, I'm about to pass out from heat exhaustion. Oh, yeah, because her skin temp's like 95 degrees, but it's probably because she's bundled up in like three blankets. I'm freezing. It's not that cold in here. Oh, it doesn't say right now. It says low. That one's <laughs> off. <laughs> or does that say the time? 65 degrees. I'm cold. Well, not your skin. Your skin's hot. Yeah. So scary. I mean, we've talked about why the Babadook is scary. What scares us about it? Specific scenes that terrify me yeah. are obviously all the ones that the Babadook is in. <laughs> did you guys see the picture I posted to our story yesterday? I did. Yeah. My mom, I showed it to her yesterday. I was like, mom, what do you think of this picture? And she looked, she gave me such a dirty look and she said, why are you like this? <laughs> Like I ask myself that all the she time. She said, why do you do this? I don't understand. What is the point of having that picture in your phone? <laughs> like so I can send it to all of my followers, mom. <laughs> so all my followers can see how scary it is. Yeah. I think one of the one of my favorite kind. I don't know if it's actually that scary. But one of the scenes I really like is that first night after they read the book when he wakes up and his closet's open. Mm. And it just like hovers on the closet for, I don't know. 10 seconds or something and you're just like what the fuck am I supposed to see yeah like we talked about with last time when we mentioned how certain films take the safety away from certain things mm -hmm. like I don't know where I got the concept that my closet door being open wasn't safe yeah but I don't like sleeping with my closet door open and films like this play into that fear yeah definitely don't leave your closet door open or the Baba Duck will get you. He'll get you. You can bring me the boy. <laughs> That's so weird. He says it in such a robotic tone. Yeah. You can bring me the boy. You can bring me the boy. You can bring me the boy. <laughs> so. Scrap the <laughs> scores. Okay. Okay. So what's next? Funny. Hocus Pocus wins this one for sure. <laughs> yeah. I gave it. Or no, I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to. Scrap the scores. I gave it. <laughs> I blacked out again. I don't know. <laughs> Accidentally blacked out again. I'm tired. I haven't had like any of my coffee. It's been a rough couple weeks. Yeah, it's been busy. <laughs> Bitch, I'm busy. <laughs> like in the last episode. Busy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, funny. I obviously think Hocus Pocus is funnier. I think but Baba Duck is, is still on the map with Samuel's it, little. I got a one. Shit. 
<laughs> we literally can't not. We done fucked up. Well, it does have a funny score, I guess. So I would <laughs> say it without giving you my score. Because, yeah, I think it's... I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. It's not. But it is. <laughs> I don't know, though, because it's irritating. It's like mm-hmm. an inside out when sadness keeps fucking touching everything and you just get so stressed out because you're like, what is your purpose? <laughs> Except to stress me the fuck out. Yeah. Was she sadness or stressfulness? <laughs> She's like, stop fucking touching everything. Yeah. It's the same thing with this kid. Yeah, he's really irritating. Well, we were talking just... about the scene in the car when yeah. he's like, get out, get out. And then he has a seizure. Yeah. And we forgot about that part. And that behavior right before he has the seizure is hilarious, too, because he's just like screaming. And then he just looks like stops and then just goes, get out. Yeah. <laughs> he's yelling at whatever it is. It's the Babadook. Yeah, but we don't see it. Right. And I, what I think, so I was thinking about it because you gave that fact about how the director didn't want to traumatize him with the movie. And so she said she was going to take away his Legos and stuff. I think I misunderstood that. I thought you were saying that she was just like, I'm going to take your Legos away. And he was just like, bah, and started acting like that. I think she probably told him, like, act like I'm going to take your Legos away. And that's how she got that performance. I can read you the exact quote. Okay. Keep talking. Continue. Director Jennifer Kent was extremely sensitive about introducing the themes of the film to child actor Noah Wiseman. During the three weeks of pre-production, she carefully gave him a child-friendly version of what the story was about. Wiseman's mother was on set throughout filming, and Wiseman himself was never actually present on set during scenes in which Essie Davis's character abuses her son. Davis instead delivered the lines to an adult actor who stood on his knees. Kent is quoted as saying, I don't want to destroy a childhood to make a film. To get the reaction shots of Wiseman looking terrified, Davies said things like, I'm going to take your Lego and throw them into the river. Mm, okay. I thought when you said that initially, you were saying that she would be like, I'm going to take your Legos away. And that sh- that's how she got him to like freak out in the backseat. I was like, man, is this kid just like really poorly behaved? But that makes more sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I actually just saw a fun fact that we didn't read in the first round. Babadook is an anagram of a bad book. Hmm. Well, that makes sense, considering it comes from a book. <laughs> the film became a meme and symbol for the LGBTQ community after Netflix accidentally placed it under LGBT movies. What? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My friends actually mentioned that this morning at the gym when I was talking about how this was up against Hocus Pocus, and they said, yeah, it was like a gay icon for a while or something, <laughs> and I it didn't register. That's weird. So next we have story. I think both of these stories are Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, like I said previously. One's better because we talked about how in Hocus Pocus, there was just that discrepancy in how they knew certain modern things. And yeah. the big thing was that these kids were going to use modern devices to trick the witches. Yeah. And in some cases it worked. And then in some cases she knew like what a driver's permit was and yeah. weird I stuff like that, that. I think that it has a little bit of like we can give it a little... Liberty is that a saying? I don't even know. You can give it artistic liberties, right? Or, or you it can took like, artistic liberties. Yeah, essentially, like give it a. You can give it a kind of a break because it is supposed to. It's targeted at a younger audience, mm-hmm. and so it's not taking itself quite as seriously. And so a lot of those jokes, you can kind of let it slide because it's for the sake of the joke. Yeah. Whereas the Babadook doesn't really have anything along those lines. Like I've said 
in the last two episodes now, I only docked it a little bit because it's just, it takes a little bit of thought to fully understand it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to fall asleep over there. I'm like Ron Swanson right now. What? Ron Swanson. I know who he is, but I don't get the, I don't get what you're saying. When he's sick. Oh yeah. And he's all bundled up at the desk. I'm just so cold. I'm just so cold. You're more like Jack, the end of the shining. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant Jack from Titanic. (laughs) I was like, I was like, well, he's definitely cold. (laughs) He's just like Jack from the end of the shining. Like (laughs) lost in the maze. Oh, man, I wish you could have been at trivia the other night. It was all kinds of scary movie stuff. Mm, I might have known some of it. They played like theme songs from the scary movies. Mm, Maybe I wouldn't have known it. (laughs) And it was cool. They had like, what were the top three scary movies from specific directors? And we got we got like Jaws. It was Steven Spielberg. I don't know who else. And then I forgot. Steven Spielberg would have been a tough one. He's... It was Jaws. We said Jurassic Park because mm-hmm. we thought that would be thrilling, but it wasn't. And then um, whoever the director of Hereditary is, I just forgot his name. So when they mentioned his name, I didn't even think like well, Ari Aster. Yeah. So I was like, damn. Does he it. even have three movies out? I don't know. He's fucking. He needs to go to jail. Jail. Yeah. Maybe therapy. No, he needs to go to jail. Oh my god. If your mind is that disturbed, jail for you. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I. You should pay about, my therapy bill for those movies. I thought about that when I was watching Midsummer, and I was like, because I think he's married, and I was like, what's what must it be like to be his wife, and you Girl. like sleep next to him every night while he's got these thoughts in his head? I'd never marry somebody. He like needs that. to talk to God. <laughs> <laughs> he needs Jesus. Yeah. So does Amelia in the Babadook. Yeah, she needs. Well, she, she needs, needs therapy. Little, she needs a little Jesus in her life. She, uh, I don't think Jesus can cure what she has. She needs therapy. Yeah. Ugh. Do you think she ever got an implant for her tooth? Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> like her <laughs> missing her ther- tooth for her therapy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably. Do you think she ends up dating that guy at her job? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> He just, they seem to push that storyline big time. Kind like of. He had a crush on her. Yeah. What's wrong with him? He could what? see that she was clearly not okay. He was like, I'm in love. He was trying to help. Yeah. I don't know. That that part of the storyline's a little bizarre. Yeah. It does seem, that does seem a little tacked on. Yeah. I think in terms of entertainment for the story, Hocus Pocus is more entertaining. Mm, it's easier to watch. Yeah. Like you can kind of throw it like, on whenever. I mean, just... enjoyment, maybe. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. Because like I said, with the Babadook, it's it's an unsettling watch. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like even without the horror elements, it's like kind of got some, it's dark. Yeah. Like visually, it's like <laughs> yeah. actually dark. It's really and then dark. it's also really dark concept matter. And I mean, that's just the nature of it being a family comedy movie versus a horror movie. Yeah, exactly. So I think they're both enjoyable, just very different in different ways yeah like you can turn on hocus pocus anytime and it's gonna be a, a good time but you kind of have to be like ready for the babadook yeah when i take a nap i take a nap on the couch and i always have something on in the background and i definitely would not have the babadook on the background no but hocus pocus would be yeah oh man we only have a couple more days to watch hocus pocus before it goes into the vaults until next year 
Mm, maybe I can watch it whenever I want. Is that a Christmas movie? Is that on your Christmas list? I'll watch list? it for Christmas. <laughs> What's the next category? Effects. Well, yeah. <laughs> they're good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really hard to compare. Yeah, I think so. Previously, I had s- said something about like the effects where I was like, oh, well, I should compare it to like, would it look better if it was made today? Which doesn't make any sense because, of course, a movie made in 1993, the effects would look better if it was made today. So I went back and I looked at the effects of Hocus Pocus and I was like, for the time, how were they? They were good. And I think they were good. Yeah. Yeah. And we know what it would look like today because Hocus Pocus 2 came out. Right. And I liked it less. Because of the effects or because of other things? Well, no, I I liked the effects less. Oh, okay. Because it all looks very like rubbery and plastic. Ew. Yeah. That word. I hate rubbery. (laughs) I just, yeah, I really didn't like the effects in the new one. I thought they looked Yeah, so the effects are really good for Hocus Pocus. The Babadook, like we talked about, it's practical effects mostly. Mostly Nothing is CGI. The Babadook himself is not CGI. Right. And the makeup and everything, I think, is used very effectively. It's all very minimal. I think Hocus Pocus has a little bit more reliance on CGI and, like, effects than the Babadook. But like we said in the last one, I think that the effects are used effectively. I mean, even the scene where the credits are rolling in the beginning and you just see a shadowy figure flying over water. Even that's pretty cool in Hocus Pocus. I was like, I, was like, I don't remember that in the Duck. <laughs> yeah, the Duck could fly on his broom. Should we so make an edit of the Duck flying on a broom if you with the Sanderson to. sisters? Yeah. Because I have so much time to do that. Right, yeah. So I did up my score for Hocus Pocus because I think in retrospect... For the time, they were good. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. And even today, they're, like, clearly effects. But I think even, like, the best special effects, like, what was that movie, Avatar, when it came out and everyone was, like, blown away by the technology and all the CG and everything. I don't think anybody was looking at that and going, like, wow, that's real. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, even with the best special effects, you always can tell that it's fake. But it's not... I think the only place in Hocus Pocus where the effects are distracting is when it's like on Binks and he's talking. I really don't realize that. I don't pay attention to that. Yeah. But did you notice that there are there are a couple of scenes where you can see their stunt doubles if you pause? Oh. So in the scene when Winifred is shocking Max and Danny comes up and is like, you leave my brother alone. If you look at Sarah, Sarah is different. <laughs> and then when Max goes to steal the book, it's... Like his stunt double. If you pause it, you can see it. It's pretty oh, obvious. I'm gonna have to rewatch it then. Yeah, I want to see that now. It's weird. It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, there are. I love in movies when you can see stuff like that, where it's you can so see funny. the goofs. Yeah, I do like that because I like reading the goofs. Actually, we have some goofs. We are goofs. No. Yeah. I'm serious. So am I. Here, it for the Babadook. These are goofs for the Babadook. Okay. At around 31 minutes, Samuel pushes the girl out of the treehouse backwards, yet she somehow falls forward. Oh, I I noticed that, but I always thought that she just like spun. Yeah. At around 18 minutes when calling out legs 11 during the bingo game, she holds a blue ball, but a back shot shows her holding a white ball. And in the next front shot, she has the original blue ball again. As an extra, the white ball is not 11, but 69. <laughs> yeah. you, know, I, you know, I almost want to up the Babadook's 
uh, funny score because I forgot about that part when she's doing bingo and she's like, four billion. Does anybody have four billion? Yeah, and none of them <laughs> react because it's at a old folks home. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that part. At around one hour and 22 minutes, when Amelia is screaming at the Babadook after the picture on the dresser falls over, the black frame on the wall to the left of her head is notice- noticeably slanted. But when she is shown again, the frame is perfectly straight. When Amelia says, you're trespassing in my house, the same frame falls. A few seconds later, when she is shown again, it is back on the wall. Then right after, they show Sam hugging Amelia from behind the frame is gone again. Maybe it's a haunted frame. (laughs) It's a haunted frame. At around 38 minutes, when Amelia gets the ripped up book back and looks at the new pages, the last page says, line three, the more you deny, line four, the stronger I get. Yet when the camera pans over the words on the page, the second the has been cut from the end of line three and moved to the fourth line, making it the stronger I get. Hmm. So, so it, so what you're telling me is it's not a perfect film. Yeah. And then there's one character error. Amelia says several times that Samuel is not sleeping. However, Samuel does not yawn or act in a way consistent with being tired at any point in the film. It's almost like she's saying he's not sleeping, but she's the one who's not sleeping. Maybe she has Munchausen's by proxy. No. That was a joke. <laughs> My sister asked me what that was the other day. But she is. She's sick. I'm sick, Sam. She tells him that. Yeah. But Munchausen by proxy is when she would she would be making Sam sick. Yeah, by saying he's not sleeping. She's blaming him, but she's not like making him sick. And typically people are making, for Munchausen's, it's for attention and sympathy. Isn't that gross? Yes. But it's in sickness. Yeah. It's a sickness. And so Munchausen, by proxy, did you ever see The Sixth Sense? Oh, when she was give, when she, she fed was, her daughter the pine like, saw? Like, yeah, whatever whatever it was. And she it eventually, was pine saw. I'll never forget uh, it because that girl vomiting in the tent <laughs> is like etched in my brain. I feel better now. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like etched in my brain. That movie's so fucking scary. I haven't watched it in so long. It's so it's hard to watch. It is. That's a ooh, it's really good, but it's hard to that watch. That twist at the end? Yeah. That's oh. like I know like Shyamalan's like best film. Uh close. Unbreakable's really good too. Unbreakable's good. Science is good. Science is good. I like the lady in the water. I don't know if it's good. Maybe it's maybe the that'll be The village had a lot pleasure. of potential, but it wasn't good. I liked it still. I liked all I didn't like the happening. The plants are killing everybody. Yeah. The visit was good. I like that one. Yeah. I think, I. you know, I think what, what, Avatar, <laughs> The Last Airbender. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, he didn't direct Avatar. The Last Airbender is potentially one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I didn't see it. <laughs> it's terrible. Just watch the cartoon. Yeah, exactly. And then we have acting. Acting. I think the acting in both of these films is really good. Yeah. I think the difference is the child actors. They really make the difference for me. The adults too. I think it's just so hard to compare because right, one is a, a serious subject. Right. One is like a serious drama horror movie and the other is a comedy. Exactly. So, yeah. It's a different. So it's like, yeah, you're not going to get Academy Award. I don't like Award. either of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get Academy Award worthy acting from Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, I need wine to focus. What? I don't know. I saw that on a wine glass one time. Oh. Are we going to do scores? Sure. Did you you think that's all you wanted to well, say no, about I, the acting? I think I want to pull up the goofs for the Hocus Pocus. Okay. I think that on average, the acting is better in the Babadook. 
Yeah, but again, they're like being serious, whereas in Hocus Pocus, it's not as serious. Yeah. But then when you compare like the child actors, the child actors in Hocus Pocus are a lot more stiff and stuff. Whereas I think I, the more I think about it, the more I think that the actor who played Samuel was like pretty insane for his age. Yeah, it was good. Are you ready? Yeah. When Max sets off the sprinkler system in the Sanderson house, he stands directly below it and gets completely drenched. When he runs out of the house, his jacket is totally dry. Dumb. Sarah Sanderson's hair changes from curly to wavy to straight throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. Yeah, it starts really curly. I did know that. After Max lights the Maybe candle. Maybe that's just like her perm wearing off. <laughs> as the Because movie she got a along. perm. Who knows? After Max lights the candle and things start to happen within the house, a gust of wind blows Danny's hat off. When she puts the hat back on, her hair has been blown around. When the camera cuts to her again, her hair looks the way it did before she lost her hat. Perfect hair. (laughs) When Danny first finds her mom at the town hall party, the mom is voguing with her right hand on her head and her left hand stretched out. As the camera cuts back and forth between mom and Danny, mom's wedding ring disappears from her left hand. Weird. It seems like a random thing to just go missing. When the kids first see the motorcycle cop, the motorcycle has mirrors on it. When they talk to him, the mirror is missing. Then it reappears after they walk away. I just, I guess I just don't have any idea how films are made because it seems like wouldn't you want to film all of that at the same time? I have no idea how it's made, but I'm like, wouldn't you notice that? Right. You'd think so. I feel like there have got to be like quality control people who are, who their job is to look out for these things. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. When Max and Danny go into Allison's house to trick or treat, Allison gives Danny a large wood-shaped lollipop. A few lines later, it becomes a much smaller, differently shaped lollipop. Wow. (laughs) Upon exiting the master's house, Winifred snatches the mask of a passing trick-or-treater to prove they are not goblins, but actual children. As the boy flees, the gray mask is clearly in his left hand, even though Winifred still has it. In the next shot, Winifred no longer has the mask, and she gesticulates wildly in the air with both empty hands. Huh, maybe she gave it back to him. <laughs> when Satan's wife tells Mary to get out of the house, the cheese puff in Mary's mouth disappears between shots. Yeah, because she ate it. <laughs> <laughs> that one seems a little silly. Yeah. Anyways, those are a few of the fun goofs. Do we have anything else to say about the acting? I don't think we have anything that we haven't already said before. No, sir. We just need to give. This is going to be a shorter episode today, but that's fine. Happy Halloween. <laughs> that sounded so aggressive. <laughs> Though, Oh, we didn't even talk about the mimosas. I was like, this one's yours. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided since this is our, our boobash this today yeah. that we were going to do mimosas. And so I poured the orange juice in the cups and then we struggled to get the, the champagne open. And then Rita was like, I'll pour it. This one's yours. I poured like half. Of- no, I poured like the entire thing. Basically much. the entire bottle in my glass. So And it was very aggressive. I was sort of like, yeah. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> all right so do we want to give our scores now yes okay which one first scary no which movie first or or we're just gonna do each one okay so for the babadook i gave it an eight same for hocus pocus i gave it a zero i gave hocus pocus a one okay for For funny funny, the babadook is a one for me but i think Mm -hmm. it might 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 be should (laughs) what am i trying probably should not be probably should be higher because I just oh. remembered about the bingo scene. Oh, okay. Well, but I'll leave it at a one. I put seven for Hocus Pocus. I gave it an eight for funny. Look at you. I think the movie's very funny. For story for the Babadook, I gave it a nine. Same. 
for Hocus Pocus, I gave it an eight. Yeah, same. For effects, I gave the Babadook a 10. I gave the Babadook an eight. And for Hocus Pocus, I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. I upped it to a seven from a five because Ooh, yeah. I thought for the time it was good. Yeah. For acting for the Babadook, I gave it a 10. I gave it a 10. And for acting for Hocus Pocus, I gave it an eight. I gave it an eight. So that brings the average for the Babadook is a 7.6. And then without the funny, it's a 9.25. I got 7.2 and without the funny, a nine. And then for Hocus Pocus, the average was 6.2. And without the scary, it was a 7.75. That's exactly what my score was. So, but we've talked about it. Yeah. We did talk about this a little bit before starting this episode today. When I think of Halloween, I think of Hocus Pocus. Same. So we do think that scoring-wise, the Babadook wins. Which is uh, still, that we had no idea that was going to be the outcome. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I really thought Silence of the Lambs was going to be here, but yeah. here we are. Here we are. Surprise, shoddy. So I am just going to say Hocus Pocus wins Yeah, the- by default honorary not honorary it gets a participation trophy yeah it it is it is the halloween movie yeah i think everybody that i know pretty much is like gotta watch hocus pocus it's halloween yeah exactly i don't know anyone that really doesn't like it right i think so while the babadook is like official winner officially the winner hocus pocus is our winner in our hearts yeah i think the babadook is technically the winner yeah but the official winner of the best halloween movie is hocus pocus hokey pokey hokey pokey yay congratulations you win nothing yeah you win us watching you again next year i'm going home and watching it again now yeah you got stuff to do oh i wish i could nap just put it on in the background yeah like we said it's got that kind of it's that kind of movie you can just put it on in the background exactly just to bring me comfort yeah it is a very comforting movie, isn't it? No. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think it's comforting because it's nostalgic, but I don't yeah. think the premise of well, it. Well, yeah. But it they is like They want to eat children. But it is something you can just kind of like put on and it makes it makes it feel like Halloween. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So, Hocus Pocus wins. Yay. And what does that mean for what's coming up for us? So, we've got a couple episodes to release. We have um Ex right. Machina and Baby Driver. No. No. Scott Pilgrim versus oh. the world. We already released Baby Driver. That's right. I did I almost did that too, which is why I said that. And then Christmas is coming. Yeah. So we've got we still are finalizing our Christmas movies. Yeah. And then we're kind of talking about what the future seasons will look like. But thanks for sticking with us during this bracket, for being very engaging, for telling us what's up. I have yet to receive hate mail for what occurred last week. Well, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't released yet. That's true. <laughs> but, okay. That's why we haven't received hate. So yeah. we might still get hate. Yeah. We'll see. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Yeah. All I'm, right. And don't I'm, forget to I don't give a shit. <laughs> don't forget to write us uh box office brunch podcast at gmail.com or give us a follow on Instagram at box office brunch. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. And oh, also quick side note. Our next two episodes that are coming out are going to be back at our old format where we're going through the movie. So don't be alarmed. We're still going to stick with this format going forward when we get to Christmas. But these are previously recorded episodes. So the formatting will be a little different. That's right. And how are are we going to announce what we're doing for Christmas? Are we just going to Not yet. We haven't finalized. I know, but we don't have any episodes coming out. 
before Christmas, or we have episodes coming out, but not. You guys are just keeping out for the announcements. Okay. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just lots of you done. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. 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 Bye.